sure. Put an auto tune on the map. And thank you later. That is Believe. At 17 past 8 at 92.9. JB here this morning for Country Autos. GWM have an amazing and a financial year. Deals are on now. But be quick, of course. They run out on Friday. Lena, good morning. Good morning. Time to play the higher or lower game. Play along in the car. Have some fun. Pick the higher or, well, I guess the, the yeah, well, we're going with the highest today for this one. Instagram followers. Do you like Insta? I definitely love Instagram, yes. Yeah? Yeah. I don't, I, like, Facebook's still my default no. social media thing. I despise but Facebook. <laughs> whenever I log on to Instagram, um, to, you know, to do our updates and stuff like that in the morning, I scroll through and I go, I like this. It's mm. a wholesome community to be in. I like it. It's good. I like it. This is nice. And then I won't log into it till the next day when I have to do an update or maybe I forget that in the day after. Mm. I don't use it more. Mm. Well, I need it. Well, look, I need to use social media in general less. But if I, I'm going to use it, I need to use Instagram more. You I, know what I this mean? morning, woke up and put a timer on my phone and said I'm only allowed to be on Instagram for an hour today. An hour all up across the whole all day. Up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Because I've been wasting too much time when I get home scrolling on that app. You have to show me later on how to do that timer thing. Okay. So I'll, I'll be the... We'll, we'll role play here. I'll be the boomer <laughs> and you be the millennial. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Good luck out of this. Uh, let's start with <clears throat> when I think of Instagram, I think of Chloe Kardashian and the the Rock. What do you think at Chloe Kardashian or at the Rock? Who do you think <laughs> has more Instagram followers? Of course, we're talking Chloe Kardashian, the television personality and model, up against the Rock, the actor, and also remember professional wrestler as well. Got to remember that he was. That's... Everyone forgets that. Everyone thinks, you know, um, actor. I saw him the other night on TV. There was some, like, Mount Olympus show on, on Channel 7 that I scrolled past. And I was like, ah. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, it was Look, like Gladiator. I'm going to stab was. in the dark and go The Rock. You'd be too young to know, remember Gladiator. Um, not the movie either. It was a TV show called Gladiators. Okay. Check it out on YouTube later. Once you show me the timer thing, I'll show you Gladiators. Okay, there we go. exciting. Woo! So what were you going with? Sorry? The Rock. The Rock. You'd be right. Well Look. done. Congratulations. Thank First you. one in the can. Thank you. 385 million followers to Chloe Kardashian's 309 million. Wow. So there you go. Yeah. Chloe, you don't have enough. I know. That surprised me. I, I thought she'd have more. All right. Second one. Christian Cristiano Ronaldo. I can never say his name. Christian Ronaldo. Yeah. The footballer. <laughs> up against Justin Bieber. Ooh. What are you going with? Ooh. Justin Bieber. Surely he'd have a lot of followers. I mean, you know, biggest name in music from the f during the Instagram phase. Yeah, but surely Ronaldo is like surely. He's like I'm an icon, though. Footballer. He, he's like an icon. I'm yeah. gonna, oh, look, I'm going to go with Ronaldo. I'm going to go with Cristiano Ronaldo. Can you stop? Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> You'd be right. Yeah. Well done. Two from two. Wow. And you know what? I'm going to let you in on a little secret. If Cristiano Ronaldo comes up again... Just pick him because he has got the most followers on Instagram. What? Actually? Yeah, he does. Out of everyone? Yeah, out of everyone. Wow. Five, I'm going to have to go follow him now. 593 million followers Cristiano Ronaldo oh, has. Oh, that is so dope. I love that. Okay, I'm going to have to go follow him. 593 million. The only one that's got more is Instagram itself. 
So, you can, yeah. Oh, right. You can follow Instagram. I don't know. It's weird. I don't use it enough That's to like liking that. your own Facebook post. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Anyway. But are they doing like a Tom on MySpace thing where Tom was friends with everyone? I'm going to have to explain MySpace. I know what right. MySpace is. All right, good. Okay. JB. All right, here we go. Make it three from three, Lena. Come on, I have faith in you. Okay, yeah. Here we go. Selena Gomez versus Beyonce. Ooh. Two of the biggest names in music. I know I said that before about Justin Bieber. But two of the biggest names in Instagram music time. Selena Gomez, the musician, actress, and of course, remember, so businesswoman. Hard. Or Beyonce, musician and businesswoman. She's missing oh. the actress. Do you reckon that'll make all the difference? Do you reckon being an actress would get you more on Insta? They are both such than wholesome people as well. Yeah. So like, oh, they're just so wholesome. Selena Gomez. I'm gonna go with Selena Gomez just because I follow her. I don't follow Beyonce, unfortunately, but I'm gonna go Selena just for that reasoning. Or Beyonce, who causes debt problems in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> who <laughs> I will? about that story. I'm gonna go Selena. Three from three. Oh, well done. Thank you. Congratulations, Selena Gomez, uh, the highest ranking musician on Instagram. Wow, I did not know that. That's so cool. 423 million followers she has. You follow Selena as well. Yeah, I do follow Selena. So that must be why. Out of all those people, I only follow (laughs) Selena. And how many Selena Gomez songs have you listened to in your life? I don't listen to Selena Gomez music. but you follow her. I do, yeah, because I liked... I liked her on um, Disney, wasn't she on Disney? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah Wizards yeah. of Waverly Place, and yeah. um, she was in Monte Carlo, that movie that everyone, every girl wanted to okay, wanted to go to Paris. No, okay. You show me that, I'll show you Gladiator. Right, right. No, I just love. I think she's just a really, yeah. just a really wholesome, wholesome yeah. person. But um, beyond, maybe I should go check Beyonce. I follow. Yeah, but how many not? does she have? Uh, three hundred twelve million. Wow. So fair behind. 100 mil. I'm surprised. 100 mil by and that. a bit behind. Yeah, I know. Surprising. Really surprised. So, but Queen Bee still got more than uh, Justin Bieber. Okay. But still not enough for Cristiano <laughs> Ronaldo. That is wild. So, I yeah. can't get over that stat. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I remember this is me showing my age now, but I thought, you know, seeing as you gave me a blank stare talking about Gladiator and MySpace before, it's I- fair enough <laughs> for me to say it's a safe space. <laughs> I remember. I don't think it was Instagram. But I remember when um, the Ashton Kutcher, he was the first celeb to get a million on Twitter. Was he? Back in like 2008 or 2009. Wow. I was working here last. Wow. And I remember that was like the big goss for the morning. He made a million on Twitter. We were like, wow, a million people. And now Cristiano, he'll make it to a billion soon. That's crazy. A24, how did you go with the higher or lower game? Chez Rafferty, cybersecurity expert and CEO of Scantech Solutions, joins me for a chat about voice cloning scams. Chez, thank you so much for your time. How are you? Yeah, doing well. Thanks for having me on the show. We've seen various sort of scams uh, evolve over time, and the most recent one that's been popping up over the last little while is uh, AI scams, basically doing voice cloning to scam all sorts of stuff out of victims. Uh, this has been on the rise over the last sort of 12 months or so, you've noticed? Yeah, look, basically what we've seen is as newer technologies come um, to the fore around sort of artificial intelligence and um, large learning models, and people might have heard things like chat GPT, that sort of technology unfortunately has a lot of really powerful um, 
good use cases, but also can be used like many technologies to also uh, do criminal activities. And unfortunately, criminals are, are realising that. And I mean, these are done so well from my understanding that it's literally nearly impossible to um, to to tell the difference. The the AI cloning is that good. Yeah, look, it's it's a combination of a, a series of factors. Obviously, these days, um, because we're such a connected world and we've got so many videos and stuff of ourselves on Facebook and other um, places, it's really easy for these criminals to get a hold of your voice. And then what they're using is those um, you know, voice communications you've got, you talking in videos, etc. then using the power of AI to recreate your voice and then effectively allowing you to sort of well, sorry, the criminal, to type answers, and that type answer is being translated into a machine that sounds just like your real voice. And, and obviously, Jaber, you're on radio, you're doing a lot of stuff, your voice is getting out all across the air, podcasts, etc. It's exactly how they can get that information and then, unfortunately, use it against, um, obviously not yourself, because you're going to know it's your voice, but use it yeah. against things like family members. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah. It is really unbelievable. The scam itself, as you often find with scams, it's actually the same scam um, with new, you know, know, the wolf with new sheep's clothing, if you want. So certainly what we've seen probably in the last three or five years, and you probably have come across or heard many stories about this, the old one where you get a message from your child usually, you know, hey, hey, mum, hey, dad, um, my phone's been lost, I'm on this other phone now, um, oh, I'm in trouble, I've lost my phone, my wallet, can you send me $1,000? Now, that that's a highly effective scam. Um, but imagine that uh, multiplied by 1,000, if you received a phone call from your child saying that, you're just going to instinctively, a mm-hmm. number you've not seen comes up, but then, of course, you hear your child talking to you. Yeah. Well, it's them, right? You're not thinking to ask, um, you know, like, you know, tell me what we did last Tuesday or something that only you yeah. uh, and your yes. child might know. Yeah. Um, and look, there was, there was a really horrific one in the U.S. where that was used on, on a, a mother uh, faking her daughter being kidnapped. Now, you can imagine how terrifying that experience would be for any parent uh, to receive a call from their daughter and, and then another person's voice saying, I'm the kidnapper. I'm going to put your daughter on. I'm going to kill her if you don't send me money. And you hear your child sobbing, going, "Oh, mum, you know, he yeah. captured me. I'm, I'm, I'm so worried. Don't, don't let me die." Imagine how scary that would be as any parent, and and how fast you would do what you would need to keep your your child safe. Because of this technology and how much is evolving and how legit it sounds, what can what can we sort of do, if anything, to protect ourselves? You touched on a point before about you know maybe bring something. Uh, of relevance up that only you and the person they're impersonating know. Is there anything else we can do? Yeah, look, certainly. And this is another, again, old uh, um, technique, and I think it might come from, you know, police forces and and, and FBI, sort of things like that, is to have a secret code word with your child. Mm. Um, Mm. Something very unusual but simple, you know, like purple donkey. Um, So you go, if it's really you, let me know. Tell Tell us our code. Now, if that person says purple donkey, you know, straight away as a kid, if they go, oh, I'm too scared, I can't think of the code, you're like, we've already reinforced this time and time since you're a small child, tell me our code. Mm. And if they say that, you know, that's certainly one way to do it. Um, Certainly, uh, the thing that always needs to be remembered with any technology, um, there's always uh, an offensive uh, weapon developed and there's there's almost always a defensive weapon, uh, defensive technology developed against it. So to you and me, 
those voices sound like um, our family members. But to computers, they they sound very computer generated. So there's technology already coming in now to try and identify AI in the other direction. And wow. even some telcos in the US are talking about implementing it onto call so they could actually monitor a call, not in any spying way, yeah. but monitor the call that the, the voice coming through is robotic and be able to let you know as a, tel- as a, as a user the voice talking to you is a robot voice, not a human voice. Unbelievable. It's it's crazy how much this space has just uh, just changed in, in the last little while. It's it's unbelievable. It's crazy. It's impossible to keep up with it. <laughs> it is a bit like that. And certainly that's what we're saying. Yeah. It's literally you go week by week, yeah. month by month, breakthroughs that things that people were saying um, literally as little as sort of six months ago, yeah. this, will, this will be years away from being um, available being available now so so people are getting time frames you're not not saying five to ten years and it being three years saying you know five to ten years and being three months yeah um that's that's really really a, a paradigm shift um but like anything um you know i think people always to me always talk about these challenges of new technology like it's the end of um the you know end of the world might be too strong a word although some people are saying that but you know you sort of think about if you think back an office back in say the seventies, yeah, there was no way you could run an office without having, you know, a team of receptionists and um, you know uh, people taking ham um, notes, yeah. handwritten notes, yeah. and things like that. And you know, we all have offices and businesses today, and we have computers on every desk, and we're still doing within reason the same thing in yeah. offices. So whilst it looked like a huge shift, and it was moving to computers, yeah, in other ways it wasn't a huge shift, right? We still stand around the water cooler, we, we still go grab a coffee with someone in the office, we still get whiteboards out. Yeah. Um, okay, very few people have receptionists in front of every office kind of thing. Very few people even have offices these days, it's often yeah. open plan. But the fundamentals as humans and businesses and, and, and things don't necessarily change, I think, as much as people fear they are. And, and, and certainly none of us would want to go back, I, I think, to not having a computer no. on every desk and and having to email, sorry, not, not being an email, yeah, but having yeah. to fax or post a letter. <laughs> yeah. No, it's very true. I mean, we all, we always learn to evolve. I think that's a thing, and we always learn to adapt. So Exactly. Yeah. So I think whilst these things are scary, we were still getting these scams in different ways yeah. before, and they were still unfortunately being effective. Um, I like to look at, you know, maybe I'm a half a glass half full kind of guy, but I like to think that a lot of these technologies will make our lives easier over time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as I said, there's always that second piece that people forget that it's it's always, you've always got to make the offensive weapon before you can make the defensive weapon, right? No, no one makes a shield before someone makes a sword, right? Yeah. Someone makes a sword and people go, ouch, I don't like being stuck by a sword. How do I stop that? Someone comes up with technology like a shield to stop a sword. So there's that always that element that the, you know the offensive bit, and unfortunately, offensive can be can be criminal or negative. Has to go first, and then yeah. as humans, we're like, well, we don't like that. Um, what's the technology we can develop to to prevent that occurring? So I, I think that's what you'll start to see soon. A lot of defensive um, effects occurring. Yeah, I love it. Chess, thank you so much for your uh, insights. Fascinating. Not all right, great chat to you, JB. And honouring a prominent community leader. Yeah, 19 past 7 here at 92.9. We got all the details about that in our local news coming up with Lena in about 11 minutes' time. I imagine you did some cracking work experience in your time, Lena. You just yeah. strike me as a type of person. I'll be like, oh my God, it's an experience. I need to do it. Yeah, I mean, that- you wouldn't say it in that <laughs> voice, I know, but I mean, you know, just let me do the 
let yes. me do the character. Yes, I was that person. I still am this person. Actually. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah that's why. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> I, I, I mean that. Because you're like that. You're like, oh... I've got a spare hour. I'm just going to go out and talk to some people. Yeah, see what I, see what I can yeah. get out of it. Yeah. And then you always come back with cool stories. You reckon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank so, you. Um, yeah, so what did you do for working experience? Are we talking high school or? Oh, yeah, well, high in high school. Well, in high school, I, um, I did Japanese teaching. At uh, your school? Not at my school. Oh, okay. So I, I went to a state school, but I yep. went back to my old, um, like, primary school oh yeah yeah and cool did it there yeah yeah so um that was that was fun i realized very quickly that i didn't um i didn't enjoy teaching didn't like children no and uh it taught me a valuable lesson didn't didn't think to go you know what i could be a you know a japanese translator interpreter for the un or something like that uh, make well, big bucks travel the globe nah. work for the presidents work for the prime ministers it's a lot of work so <laughs> no didn't think that no no i realized didn't that learning think. no i i realized that learning languages is more more of a hobby yeah okay. than um anything yeah. else like it was just i found it not very fun once i had to do exams and stuff yeah with it. i did do it all the way up until year 12 though yeah so i graduated with it but um yeah, yeah. and then during uni i just did a lot of um you know, I did marketing work experience. I, I don't like marketing, but I thought, hey, that experience, <laughs> exactly. it looks good on the CV. Let's do it. Uh, turns out I was good at it. Oh, but you were once good at it, but I didn't was good like at it, it. But I didn't enjoy it. Oh, okay. No, yeah. no. Didn't, didn't feel like <laughs> selling out to the man with <laughs> no, your marketing? No, no. Turns out I'm just really good at spinning BS, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Some interesting, some interesting work experience. On our Facebook yeah. page, Helen went back to teach at her old primary school as well. Ah, so, yeah. not sure how that worked out, but um, <laughs> a lot of people like mentioning the cool place that they did work experience, but they're not alluding to what they're doing now. Ah. Uh, Jamie did it with the cops. Oh, wow. That's cool. That is cool. I'd be too intimidated. Yeah. That's I, awesome. Surely you couldn't do that nowadays, could you? I oh, don't know. Well, the army, ha- they- the army have like a special work experience program that you do for a week, but it's only held at certain times in the year. So maybe yes. the cops have that as well. Yeah. So I know there were lots of kids who went into army, but they got to have like a random week off school later in the year because that's when the work experience yes. was. I was lucky enough to get that. Oh. Because I, d- I did mine at a radio station in Adelaide and they were fairly competitive with, their work experience programs, but not competitive enough because they still gave me time. Uh, <laughs> and um, so I, I had to do mine at a weird time of the year as well. So that was kind of cool because I got a week off school when my work experience yes. was on. And then an extra week off when all the kids had theirs on at the normal yes. time. Yes. So you played the cards well. I didn't need, yeah. Mm. There is uh, Michelle here. This is an awesome positive story. She did her work experience at a vet clinic where she now works. Oh, cool. So, obviously, that led to a yeah, career. Yeah, That's awesome. I like that. Uh, Margaret did her work experience at 2TM. Oh, my gosh. That's cool. Woo-hoo. Tracy did hers at the Northern Daily Leader. Oh. That's cool. Wow. Um, it's crazy to me that people would actually consider going into like the media for work experience. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little rough. Scott did his at the radio station at Armadale. Oh, wow. That's kind of cool. You guys are really all into this yeah. media stuff. You guys are cool. Yeah. Wow. If we haven't got any jobs going, I'll hit you three up. Yeah. You know, you can go, look, I did it 25 years ago, but sure, how hard is it? <laughs> um, um, hairdressing, a few people doing hairdressing. Yep. Um, Stephen did fencing with his uncle. Mm. 
I'm assuming that's that's was that... like farm fencing. I imagine. Yeah. Not the, not was the that sport your uncle fencing. just trying to get free labour out of you? Possibly. Though? I don't know. <laughs> and I love Tyler. Tyler's a harder, uh, high achiever. He said he didn't do work experience. He he changed subjects when he found out that one that I would that went. <laughs> Let's try that again. I didn't do enough work experience, obviously. Can't talk. Should have done work experience as a speech pathologist. I didn't. I changed subjects when I found out that one that I would be doing would involve work experience. Right. That still didn't make any sense? Yeah, okay. So, 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 he, so he quit the subject. Obviously, one of the subjects that Tyler was doing involved in work, work experience. Oh, so, he got- so he quit the subject. Right. Because he didn't want to do it. Why would you not want to a- do work experience? I know. Work experience was great. Like, surely no one actually makes you do much work on work experience. No. Nah. You're like 15 years old. Yeah. Maybe even 14. Yeah. Work experience was awesome. I love work experience. Grant, I did at a radio station. You did yours with Japanese teaching and marketing and stuff. So we did the cool ones. But, you know, work experience... Everyone loved work experience, I thought. What's going on, Tyler? You missed out, man. Yeah. I wonder what you're doing now, Tyler. I think... uh, Well, I I, I know, but I don't want to say on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Might might reveal where, where he is. Bite your tongue, JB. Luckily, I didn't do my work experience for ASIO or something like that. Oh, Imagine yeah. that. Jeez. 725, although that would be cool. Work experience as a spy. 725, this is One Republic. I don't know.